Yo, what's going on? It's the Need to Know podcast. Sheesh, my voice sound kind of shot. But we're going to rock out with it. What you need to know, when you need to know, on the Need to Know podcast. It's your guy, Savon. We got my guy, Alex, in the building. What's yeah, going on? You need some ginger ale. I do. <laughs> I, I hope it don't sound too bad. How it sound your headphones? Terrible. Uh, <laughs> need some work. <laughs> at least y'all keeping it a rack with me. Hopefully, the listeners, you y'all. You know you're a little horse. Nah, a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. Hopefully, y'all don't change, change the channel. I appreciate y'all again every week. We got to start off with thanking y'all for rocking with us. We on episode seven at seven. the moment. Um, and I think every episode hit 1,500. Yeah. So that means, you know, we we growing. Last week hit uh, 2,000, yeah. I believe. We didn't really promo like that. No, unfortunately, we couldn't. I was in Miami getting lit. I ain't going to hold y'all niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> I work a lot, so. I ain't mad at you. That's what you're supposed to do. And then also, not only was I busy last week, but Alex, you yes. was kind of busy. Congratulations, was, thank brother. You, thank you. I'm officially right. a college graduate, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Yay, me. College is not easy, so I salute everybody who graduated this past weekend. Shout out to all the graduates. Um, including our us. guest. Okay, I know y'all heard the lady on the mic. This is not Steph. Shout out to Steph. We see you. We ain't forget about you. <laughs> but we do have another female. She joined us. She she stepped into the lion's den. <laughs> she got a lot going on for herself. All right, she's on YouTube. You can catch her. Um, you can catch her on Instagram, too. You know, you might see at, at Joe Button's Oh, What a Night in the VIP section. Yeah, you know. You know what I mean? You never might really pop know. up, might pop up, might be in the mix. You never know. Wow. But yeah, we got BB Banks in the building all the way from Brooklyn. Thank you for joining us. Brooklyn, no problem. Thanks Brooklyn's in the building. Me. That's love. Brooklyn's, Brooklyn has been heavy on this podcast. Let me tell I'm you, man. Lie to you. We got to represent. We've, we've had a lot of okay. guests from Brooklyn. Um, you know, I look at the stats, obviously. Uh, shout out to Chicago because that's our biggest yeah. listening market. Yo, I was checking that shit out. Yeah. Shout out to all the shy racks. Uh, that's a fact. You know? Am I good in Chicago? If I go to Chicago, <laughs> I want to make sure my safety's good. You know what I mean? We'll come. <laughs> Are we good though? Nah, that's a fact. So shout out uh, Chicago and Brooklyn because Brooklyn was actually number two. They they fuck with what we doing out there. So uh, shout out to Brooklyn as well. But again, Alex. Yes, sir. You graduated. We ain't yeah, talk about man. it last week. I'm kind of upset. You kind of let that go I know. fly under the radar. Under the radar you, you you always talk about me being <laughs> humble, but you was a little too humble. I was that's, mad that's humble. Huge. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, yo. It was the last two weeks or so. You mm-hmm. got, you got my shorty this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been MIAA. MIAA. You like that? Honestly, I couldn't even tell because you put in the work for the pot. Whenever I text, yo, Alex, can you do this for me? Can you do it? Always, yeah, I got you, I got you, I got you. So I couldn't even tell. So shout out to you, Uh, you, BB Banks. I know you also graduated. Yes, class of 2018. We out here. Just completed my undergrad. That's what's up. From the University of Bridgeport. Very excited. I've just been, I've been chilling right now. You know, college this last semester, it it drained me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) it was no joke. Between working and school, I was like, I can't do this. Shout out to Steph, because that's why she she couldn't make it. Right. Because, you know, school kind of kicking her ass. And with all of us, you know what I mean? School, school, it comes. But a lot has happened this past week. I know normally we talk about music. We're going to stay a little bit away from the music. Not all the way. Yeah. But it's a lot that happened outside of music that we do want to talk about. Thank God, um, right? Nah, yeah. Like, finally. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> tired of talking about music. I know people think we want to talk about music, <laughs> but when you got Kanye West chatting and you got Beyonce performing, you kind of have no choice. With J. Cole dropping, like, Jeez, yes. you know, we had no choice but to talk about music. This week, everybody decided to chill, so <laughs> we don't have to talk about First music. First week in 2018. Nah, that's a fact. Um, I don't know where, where do y'all want to begin. We got a lot going on. One thing that was big 
um, for me, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. We didn't really big up our moms. Big so big. I do want to, you know, kind of retroactively say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers <laughs> Shout out to all the mommies and yes. the mommies to be out there. How was your Mother's Day? Mother's Day, I was what in was Miami asking? recovering. <laughs> you, I hope you set, sent edible arrangements or son. I was drunk. A card, you know, a oh, text, a call. Slave. Wow. I, I took a shot for my mom. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Henny on deck. Anything's possible, baby. <laughs> she couldn't take that shot with you, though, so. Nah, she Yo. couldn't. I don't even think she would have wanted to, so I made sure I took like two or three for her. Right, that's love. Um, that's love. So yeah, my Mother's Day was cool. I was I spent it on a plane, came okay. back from Miami. I don't really travel often. Anybody that does travel often, I, I commend you. Yeah. It's a draining yes. process. We got one in Definitely. the room. Oh, we we got somebody who travels a lot in oh, the room. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she catch flights. Oh, she catch flights. She catch, catch, catch flights. Okay. 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 Uh, heard you, sis. She <laughs> trying to be like all humble in the corner. <laughs> y'all, y'all check the YouTube video for this now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's funny. But speaking of Mother's Day, um, I did want to talk about something that kind of flew under the radar. Yeah. I don't know how, when, what, or why, but um, Willow Smith, and obviously we all know the Smith family, Jada Pinkett, Will Smith, Jada. Um, they're huge. They're in the media. They're at the forefront right now. Oh, yeah. And Willow Smith, she kind of revealed something to Jada Pinkett Smith, a mother, on Mother's Day, that she used to cut herself at the height of her music career. Wow. Y'all remember she had that song? Yeah, I went my hair back and forth. See, wait, sing it. Do it again. I went my hair back and forth. See, I was going to sing it, but my voice already shot, (laughs) so I don't need y'all killing me. That used to be my shit. It was everybody's anthem. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man, I remember being like a young dude still bumping that shit. (laughs) It's crazy. It's not easy, though, being nine years old and that prominent in music. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, not at all. Definitely. She had that, that, um, that huge song, that huge single. And honestly, I don't even really think we heard too much from her since. After that. Yeah, she right. just kind of, you know. Now that I think about off. it. I, oh. I saw that when she, the interview that you were referring to with mm-hmm. Jada, she said that after that song came out, um, she was trying to find herself. Mm. She said, um, she was basically saying, like, I felt like at nine years old, I had to uphold something so deep and big and be this bigger artist when I'm only nine years old. And it led me to do things that you guys would know, like cut herself. That's crazy. Wow. Right. No, let me not say that's crazy. Uh-huh. Because we're talking about mental illness. Right. Yeah. That is a form of mental mental illness, that mental is. disease. It doesn't really go uh, spoken about as often as we probably should, especially in the black community. Especially in the black community. I'm hearing a lot more media personalities be a little bit more vocal about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but to hear her commit self-harm to herself at a young age. That's so young. Yeah, I, I figured we would kind of talk about that, tread lightly on the topic. Um, I do have a few celebrities that y'all might be surprised mm. are mm-hmm. openly honest about their mental illness, uh, I guess, experiences, whether it be depression, anxiety. Yeah. Um, it comes in all forms, especially when you, you're successful. Yeah. I don't know. Especially when you're successful. Especially. Su- what? Yeah. You feel like you have to do it. I'm not even successful, and I feel like I deal with that shit. So yeah, I, I have anxiety. I definitely do yeah, you deal do. with anxiety on wow. a daily basis. I do. So you know, now that I'm like talking about it more, like I'm you know kind of dealing with it. But I've had anxiety since I was young. So. As a black woman, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's weird to tell your your African American family about anxiety? Oh, definitely. You, you, okay. Definitely is definitely like you know mental illness like that goes you know unnoticed within black families and black communities. Like I know a lot of black families, you tell them you're dealing with depression, anxiety, you know suicidal. Oh 
that's you know I don't want to say that's white people stuff or you know you just have wow. to pray it away or you know that's, that's not normal like <laughs> you're, you're being a follower <laughs> why are you unhappy you have a house you have food on the table you know right. you have parents who love you why are you unhappy but it's like it's deeper than that you know what I'm saying like mm. they say money can't buy happiness and that's so true yeah. and especially in the black communities mental illnesses they go unnoticed a lot when did you first discover or or realize that hey I'm I'm dealing with something that I'm not too sure of I'm I'm not too comfortable with what is it like when when did you first know like all right I'm dealing with anxiety mm. and it's good that I, I I know I would say uh I'd say probably around 10 11 wow. 11 12 I didn't wow. have a name uh, for it like early. I didn't know what it mm. was I just know that I would like you know just get these like I wouldn't say mood swings but I just get like you know really nervous out of nowhere like you mm-hmm. know even when I'm doing everyday activities like you know and the pressure to be you know really? somebody especially growing up you know in the family I had like the pressure to you know act a certain way think a certain way especially mm-hmm. growing up in the black church mm-hmm. so wow, I did notice yeah, it big. I didn't really put a name on it I'd say until about you know two years ago when I found out really what it was and you know mm. so we, two some years symptoms. ago yeah I really put from, a name on it from but, 10 years from 10 years old mm-hmm. to two years ago you dealt with something that you couldn't identify yeah I didn't know like what it was I just know that I would just get like this really like panicky nervous feeling out of nowhere panic attacks sometimes it's scary but, yeah it's definitely but it's definitely. also real life though yeah yeah what was um all right so I know it comes, you, you really can't control it, and that's one of the, the big things with it. You, mm-hmm. you can't control you can't predict when it's going to happen. What was the most, I guess, minor, uh, minute situation that it came up when you was like, wow, this, this is really affecting me? Like, for instance, I don't really get anxiety when I, I do public speaking mm. for, like, class or I'm for school. Yeah. You know, I don't. A lot of people do, but it, it just never occurred to me. So something like that. I don't know. Did that trigger you? Did you do you know what triggered you? Basically, is what I'm asking. Um, I would say definitely when I would uh, do, I you know performances because I did like participate even in college I did participate in a few plays wow. and then like I said I kind of noticed you know it came more of a heat more to a he you know I'd say about two years ago like I started really putting a name on it like you know even doing regular everyday activities like I would just feel you know my senses would be heightened for no reason like, <laughs> really? I was like what is this what's going on <laughs> right, right. so you know I definitely was able to put a name on it so I'd say you know it could be minor things like you know if I'm walking down the street and I feel like my hair doesn't look too good or I have a zit and people could see like I I feel like it's mm, like that right. could little stuff like that could yeah. really trigger it. And that's coming from you and you're not a celeb. Yeah. <laughs> so I can <laughs> No disrespect. No disrespect. No take it. take it. But you know, you don't have scrutiny on you at all times, yeah. all mm-hmm. eyes on you at yeah. all times. Right. I can only imagine how how they fucking deal with shit. You know? Exactly. It's good that you identified it at uh, an early stage in your life mm-hmm. because you know what it is when it occurs. Yeah. Um I never really had anxieties. Actually, I'm lying. Wow. I have had an anxiety, not a, an attack. I don't know if it's an, I really don't know. Sort of like a little. Maybe I'm just embarrassed to admit it was an attack. <laughs> like, I should know. I took intro to psych this semester. <laughs> I should know exactly what it could have been, but I just, like, forgot everything when school ended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh. This semester's over? This semester's over, so. <laughs> I think I dealt with it one time, and that's what led me to quit smoking weed. Wow. wow. Swear wow. to you. That's, wow. Anxiety is is the cause for me to put the blunt down. You know, we spoke about that because I'm the we fucking did. opposite. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> me, yeah me. some people, like they say, when they smoke, it actually calms them. You know, some oh, yeah. people, it you know, could trigger them, like you said, with anxiety. It triggered you, you know, with smoking. So it, it all depends. You know? Right. It See, depends. and I don't want to use that as an example because that kind of takes away from the people that actually live with anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because, you know, I, I probably shouldn't be smoking weed. So if I am having <laughs> symptoms from smoking it, I probably deserve the shit. <laughs> but, uh, but I do know that that feeling. I can say as far as mental illness, um, me working in a homeless shelter, wow. I didn't realize how common it was amongst mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, so tell me some of the shit you've seen. Some of the stuff that I see. Right. It's a lot of people that I, I think uh, are mentally stable, I guess normal, so to speak. Right. And... They just operate at a different wavelength. They just don't understand the most simplest things. And and one of the biggest reasons for homelessness, which I didn't know, was mental illness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, I it actually did learn about that in my class. It definitely. It doesn't go treated. Um, and if it doesn't go treated and you, you deal with mental illness and you don't even know you have it, by the time you're in your 40s, your 30s, 50s, and you have this mental illness and you're struggling with it, you you don't know how to operate at all. You've never right. treated it, so you yeah. you don't have a home. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. People, and I, people call sometimes misconstrued crackheads for that, people that are it, mentally disabled. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's a lot you of know? people exactly. that you see on yeah. Times Square, or even in your neighborhood, who don't have a home. They might be holding up a sign, or they look a little dusty, dirty. Yeah. Like there's grown ass men at mm-hmm. the shelters that I that I work with wow. that I have to remind to shower. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. If I, if I have to remind you to shower, <laughs> that says it. That's, it that's says it. Yeah. something's a little off. Yeah, for sure. Right. Nah. So yeah. I didn't realize how how common and how it affected society because don't get me wrong, it's also a business. Oh yeah. yeah. Everything oh. in America that's is America. a business. Everything. This is America. Right. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> we'll catch you. Yeah, Vino said it best. This is America. So um, it just comes a lot with it. I, I think. It's a good conversation that we're having. Three yeah. young black millennials, right. you know, mm-hmm. putting it at the forefront. Um, shout out to a lot of the artists, a lot of, uh, I guess, rappers and stuff. Kid Cudi, he yeah. was the first rapper that really acknowledged mental health right. for mm-hmm. me. Um, not only Kid Cudi, but there's been a lot. A lot of artists at the forefront. Uh, recently, Triple X, Tentacion. Yeah, How do you pronounce cat. his name? Extension. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, even um he's one of the later artists to kinda acknowledge the whole uh, mental illness thing in music. And it's kinda it's kinda wicked for him because he he his his viewership his, no, the people that listen to, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Following. They're fucking what? 11 They're through young. 11 They're through 16 super young 11 through 16 so now we're talking about a group of 11 through 16 year olds that are depressed mm-hmm. that and and relate through his music that's insane but you know the i guess the silver lining in yeah. it is that they understand what depression is right yeah i grew up and this might be a little repetitive but i grew up i listen to Eminem Mm. I didn't realize what he was saying <laughs> and what I'm processing as a nine-year-old kid. <laughs> like, if you think about his lyrics and what yeah, he says, it, right. it's like, yo, I used to listen to that as on the kid. daily basis. When you listen, when you listen back as an adult, it's like, gosh, yeah. Yo, bro, it's when like, you listen to stuff you grew up listening to, it's like, damn, this is what I was listening what to. F- I didn't even know I, what they was talking about, but it's like, sheesh. First off, pretty Ricky. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I was in fourth grade talking morning, about man. some on the hotline. Five in the morning, five I was sleeping in the morning. bed. I was sleeping in the bed. Pretty Ricky was what? 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 Yeah, you're right. You know what? Right we on all me. Like, <laughs> Let's have a little sex, baby. Word. Oh. I, I was really thinking I was doing those things, though. But I don't know until years to later, be. there was a dirty version where they said having phone sex. I thought it was talking dirty. Like, I thought that was a regular version. I didn't know until years later. I was like, there's what? a dirty version. The fact that we were even on any we of that. We were on <laughs> 
insane. Yeah, it's crazy. So insane. like just singing along to it and everything. It's insane. It's good that music and artists and entertainers are acknowledging it. Um, I don't know. Like I said, my experience with it, as far as personally, like I've seen it obviously in the homeless shelters, you deal with it. People take medication for it. It, it, it goes to that extent yeah. uh, where they actually can't really function without the medication. Exactly. So I've seen that aspect of it. As far as my personal struggle, like mm-hmm. um, I say depression. I mm. think we've all, well, let me not speak for everybody, mm. but I'm sure a, a large community has experienced some form of depression, whether it was the surface level or it was extremely intense. Oh, yeah, that's for yeah. sure. You know what I'm saying? So that's for sure. Yeah. I've, I've felt a serious low mm. at, at, at times um, where I've seeked help as far as, like, just therapy, yeah. uh, to speak to someone, help just to through, get my thoughts out. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, like through specific people or? No, just, no. It, I would speak to my grandmother. She was like a little personal therapist at some point. Yeah. And she no, still is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She still is, obviously. They're like senseis. We can always go to our they family um, and shout out shout out to her for yeah. that. Um, but then it got to the point where I'm like, yo, I need to speak to somebody who I can be 110% transparent. Wow. Mm. You know, I need somebody where I need to be able to take my mask off, yeah. where right. I can you know, be forced to look at, all right, this is what you're going through, yeah. this is what you need to do to deal with it, and this is how you're gonna get through it. You know what I'm saying? So I've I've been I've sat in the chair before and Wow had kind of, yeah, you with your with your with your feet up. That's my dope. Feet up. That's no. dope. You admitted it. Why he writing in a little notepad? Bro, he was writing in his notepad. I'm like, <laughs> you nigga, cliche. let me see what you're talking about, right. bro. Fucking you cliche. Know? Don't be writing no BS over there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, but it's important that I kind of and honestly, I never really shared this. A lot of my wow. close friends yeah. probably don't even know. Um, because I feel know. like there's a lot of stigmas that surround, you know, going to see a therapist or psychologist so automatically means, oh, you're crazy. And it's like, no, and you know, I, and sometimes I, you just need someone to talk to. Who's I, not? I dealt with that at some point. Like, I'm like, damn, do I really need to do this? Like, am I bug- is something wrong with me for mm-hmm. seeking this help yeah. when i never seen another black man in my life actually have to do this? Right. Right. I don't know any other black men that have to... You know, you know how we do. Yeah, man. With it. yeah. We, we yeah. Thug that's it out. how you know. Let me tell you something. That's how we do. That's, that's what we do. Raised, you got to be stronger. So it's it's um even women like honestly, my mom would tell me like it's like you know you have to suck it up. You can't always be emotional all the time, and it's like sometimes that could kill us. Like, it, you know, no, that, it can it, kill us because I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Like kind of my, what my problem is like I I kind of like program my brain. I was talking to somebody about this earlier. I kind of program my brain to just be like. Don't get emotional, bro. Mm-hmm. Just deal with it, bro. Mm-hmm. What's next, bro? And that's not good. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you why that's not, not good. Because people think you're you're a robot. Yeah, they don't understand your empathy. Nope. Mm-hmm. Even when you're, you're telling the truth and being yourself, it's hard for people to see though when you're that just you're not mm-hmm. transparent enough. And they don't think that anything can affect you. Exactly. Right. And that's the other thing when exactly. you put on the front when you're too strong. Yeah. And then on the inside, it's just eating you alive. Eating you and alive. Like you can't say anything because right. you don't want to look weak or emotional, and it's just. It yeah. Sucks. No, that's a fact. That's so a fact. Yeah. mental illness is is something that we should speak about. Um. I know it broke down Jada Pinkett Smith. She actually was mm-hmm. in tears mm-hmm. when she heard that her daughter yeah. was actually, you know, yeah. self-inflicting pain. And she tried to keep it cool. Yeah, she when did. She first she heard did. It, right? Yeah, she she attempted, but yeah. it's hard. No parent should ever have to hear it, obviously. And I'm sure when you hear it on that type of platform, yeah. it's even, you know, scary. It's, it's even yeah, scary. So now I got a question for y'all. Because this is what I was seeing on Twitter. You know how Twitter talk. Mm-hmm. Was it, what, do you guys think it was wrong that she just found out? Like, I, I was like, how is that her fault? I don't think is, it's is, wrong. is it her fault for not knowing? Mm, 
no, mean, no, no, right? no. I'm with you. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that our parents that we do that yeah, our parents kids, don't kids. know. Right. Kids you know? were able to put on the front, especially in front of our parents, especially if we think something might break our parents down, might you know get them mad at us. Like exactly. so, it's not her fault. She it's not like she was a a three month old in the crib doing something crazy. You yeah. know she she didn't watch her every second and aspect. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. So it's not her fault. For that. No, it's not her People fault. Just being though. too sensitive again. Huh? Yeah, of not, course. You, you know, know how the Twitter streets are. Everybody want to be. Everybody's sensitive in 2018. Low, low, Empathy fiends. Empathy fiends. Last week, I asked Mike if his music was trash, and he looked like he was a little upset. I'm like, damn, man, I can't ask you if this shit, this shit can't be good all the time. He, he looked at you like, motherfucker, what? How we got hits? Like, it's okay. Nah, shout out to Mike Million, man. That's yeah, my yeah. guy. Um, I want to list off a few celebrities that I was surprised who was kind of open about their, their mental health and, and their illness. Not illnesses, but their, their struggles with mental health. Right? Exactly. So it'd be right. intense or not. Um, it might be a little surprising to you, some of, some of, let's start with hip-hop. Okay. Let's start with Kendrick Lamar. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, let's start with Kendrick Lamar. That I did not know. Didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Kendrick Lamar can get depressed? Uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a thing? Uh, wow. I didn't even know that was a thing I for him. I didn't know that was a thing. But you know what? Though? Now that I'm thinking about it, though, if you listen to his earlier work, it wasn't mm-hmm. the most happy. You know, like Section 80, mm-hmm. all that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe I should give in and start thinking about that. Wow. Th- that's what I'm saying. You wow. never even know. Yeah. yeah. You wow. guys are surprised about it, Very. but you never yeah, even know. Yeah, I was so, definitely surprised about basically, that. Basically, um, back in 2015 on his The Pimple Butterfly album, he told MTV, you live in this life, uh, let me let me say quotes, right. quote, you live in this <laughs> life, you know what I'm saying, but you still have to face realities of this. I got to get back off the tour bus and get to these funerals. So I'm guessing he was dealing with something personally. Um, he identified it as depression, a mild depression, but still, it, depression is depression. And a mild depression for somebody at that magnitude <laughs> will probably ruin me. It ain't yeah. easy. <laughs> like, I, don't, yeah. I don't want no parts of that. What? You got tour dates and then appearances and walkthroughs, and then you got to deal with your depression? Yeah. You got to perform. You got to put on this front in front of your fans, audience, and then you, you know, behind closed doors, you're dealing with this. So exactly. it could definitely take a toll on somebody. We also got the clapback queen, Chrissy Teigen. Really? Yeah, she said after her first pregnancy, what? she actually was dealing with some is, depression. Is that postpartum? Though? Is, yeah, yes, no, yes, no, postpartum, postpartum depression. Postpartum, postpartum depression. Okay. Hey. I, Alex, you know about that? Uh, I don't know about it. <laughs> I don't know about it. Per no, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> don't know about no, it. I, I but hope I you know. was never pregnant. I've never been pregnant, so neither. I'm, I'm neither. Over here. <laughs> Team virgin. But nah, yeah. So um, she dealt with it after having her first her first kid. Um, and again, surprisingly, she's a she's a model. So when you see a model, you think super confident. Hell yeah! yeah. You know what I'm saying? You think nothing really can and shake their mood. She has such an mood. outgoing personality. Yep. You know, yeah. When you see her in the media, so mm-hmm. that's very surprising. To so me. she she dealt with the depression. I wow. might have to check her on that because she don't ever seem like she's depressed. But I don't know. I, let me not. I downplay. know. No, no. I know what you I mean, bro. Because yeah. she she clap back fast. Ooh. Yeah, she she's a little nutty. Ooh. Um, <laughs> she gonna be playing. Give me the bottle. <laughs> I yep, did hear about easy, that. Yeah, yeah I remember. I definitely believe that. You get, I, why, why, I'm gonna tell you why. Why you why? definitely I, believe I, it? Oh, I'm gonna tell y'all why because <laughs> I went to. I right, so I'm, I'm from Roosevelt. Okay. Roosevelt, Long Island is it's kind of like the hood compared to the rest of Long Island. Mm-hmm. I went to school at St. Mary's though. Mm-hmm. All white kids. Got you. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and majority of her like her her fans were these white girls that were dead ass depressed. You know? Really? Wow. Straight up. Like wow. I love Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, bitch, me too. But 
But um, I love on Instagram, like, double tap. No, I'm talking like going to her, like waking up for her, 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 her concerts yeah, early. Going crazy. Going, just oh, fanatics. Fanatics. Yeah. That was in high school, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. She, I know that she was like, you know, had an eating disorder or you right. know, she dealt with that. that. She went to rehab for that. So I do remember hearing about that a few years back. I saw right. that too. Um this last person, it's it's a few more. Um Captain America, Chris Evans. Mm. He said he deals with anxiety. And I don't know if this had to do with it, uh his anxiety, but I know he missed out on the the press tour. For oh, the yeah. Avengers, mm. for the movie that just dropped, he definitely he wasn't, wasn't there. He yeah. he didn't do any promo. He did no promotion. Wow. Um, and again, he's Captain America. Like Captain he's at the yeah. forefront of the Avengers. Yeah. So to hear that he wasn't there, obviously, I it's know a he's, big thing. he's he's working on That's a few huge, things. Right. But who knows? It could have been triggered by his anxiety. You know, <laughs> yeah. with the, the cameras, the lights, all the time, constant. Um, I know it was a big press tour, so maybe who knows? Again, like I said. He said he suffers from social anxiety and having a noisy brain. Social anxiety. Social anxiety. Yeah. Meaning, so basically when you're just out in fucking public. Yeah, yeah when you're around exactly. a lot of people, that's you it. can just, yeah, exactly. definitely. And that's Captain America. So, who know, you again, you never know. Ryan Reynolds, he's another guy. Um, he mm. plays Deadpool for those. Mm. Deadpool's dropping too, by the way. So yes, I can't wait. Deadpool yeah. 2. <laughs> oh, sweaty. Deadpool 2 is dropping. And last but not least, this is my guy, man. And I cannot believe this nigga. Was depressed. <laughs> I cannot, and y'all, I promise, y'all not gonna believe it. Oh. I'm gonna give y'all two guesses. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna give you one hint. Super movie star. Dealt with depression, anxiety. Will Smith. He, he's gone through depression three times. No, but that was that was very good hint. Thank you. <laughs> uh, BB Banks, what you got? What you got? What you got? Oh man, you said big movie Super, star. not big. I mean, right. out of this world. Can movie I get star. like, what's the race? What is he? White, black? Um, that depends. I'm gonna say black. I'm gonna say black. <laughs> we could say black. We could say black. Oh man, I don't know. Just, just anybody uh, out there? I'm gonna just say. Uh, Wait, Chris Brown, what'd you say? Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yes. Yes. You are absolutely correct. That big motherfucker? (laughs) What the fuck was he depressed about? The muscles wasn't growing quick enough? (laughs) The steroids wasn't hitting? The steroids wasn't kicking? That's the fact, but The Rock, yeah, he said he had gone through depression too. That's a huge surprise to me. So, and he's at the top of the world. He's been at the top of the world for a while. Since wrestling days, WWE. He got a movie out every week. Yes, literally. (laughs) Every week, (laughs) that nigga got a new movie out. I can't keep up. He does everything. Like, wow, that's, that's really surprising. And then, so, yeah. Didn't he just have a baby, too? Yeah, he just had a, his baby, second yeah. baby. So, uh, yeah, he dealt with depression and anxiety as well. Wow. So that just goes to show you never know who's dealing with it. Um, <laughs> it, it comes in all shapes, sizes, muscles. I don't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it comes Height. every, every which that. way at you. So you never really know. Um, Royce, he just dropped the project. And on his song, I believe it was Cocaine. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. He said, check up on your strong friend. And that's mm-hmm. a fact. You got to check up on your oh. strong yes. friend. Like, yes, yes. even if you are the strong friend, wow. whatever friend yeah. you think is strong, yeah, yo, how you doing? Like, no, how are, are you, you doing? Right. Don't just give me the, yeah, man, I'm good, you know, I'm, I'm good. fine, I'm okay. working. I'm you know. chilling, no, no. Yeah. I want detail. Wow. You just dropped the gem, because the moment you just said that, bro, I just thought about all my strong friends, and mm-hmm. nah, I can tell they, they yeah, everything is not okay. Not everything is okay, bro. Yeah, so you definitely no. got to check up on your, uh, your your strong friends. Now, let's get into the bullshit. Let's get into the shenanigans a little bit. Uh, Alex, I know you listened to the J. Cole interview a little bit. It just dropped today with Angie yes. uh, Martinez. Well, actually, it dropped yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I'm a Cole fan, as it's, it's, it's documented. B.B., 
You like J. Cole? I do like J. Cole. Do I you do. really? I'm a fan of J. Cole. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say I'm a diehard fan, but I fuck with his music. Okay. Okay. Who do you like? Who who are you a diehard fan? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so this is somebody who, you know, she was around basically when I was a baby, but I mm-hmm. love till this day I love 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 little Kim. Like she well, is really? wow. I love her so well, much. Well, speaking like, of little Kim, let's switch this up I a little bit. I, wasn't, I, I love wasn't her. expecting that. I love that. her like Me either. She is like love her. Is that now. because you're from Brooklyn? Um, I mean, that plays a part. <laughs> yeah, I, I can always spot out Brooklyn's in the house. Brooklynites. The Brooklynites. That definitely plays a part in it, Brooklyn. but I just, you know, love her music, her flow, like, especially when she was with Junior Mafia, Big Mama thing. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. I, I hope you don't recite some of her lyrics. Mm, no! <laughs> you know, in the privacy of my, you know, my room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not, not in public, not in public. But, yeah, I do love me some Kim. No, that's what's up. Uh, this kind of takes the the conversation in a whole different direction <laughs> because female hip hop is at the forefront right it now. Is, oh, it hasn't really been definitely. bigger. So with all f- the 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 females, you know, playing such a prominent role in hip hop, you got Cardi B, you got Nicki Minaj, um, you got other artists who uh, Cash Doll. I heard she's kind of big. I don't know. Let me yeah. not even front like I know who, who the fuck we got. Savon, you are turning to the old head. No, bro, I, just keep it I told you, motherfucker, we trying to keep up. Hello, keep up with me. I'm I just not, bumped Playboy Cardi's album. I'm not even going to lie. Rhapsody, I know she, Rhapsody. she's a, another yeah. female artist, but um, I want to talk about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Fuck all that. Okay, okay. When it comes to hip-hop rap, how, how do you feel about them? Because if you're a Little Kim fan, I assume you're a student of hip-hop. Right, yeah. artistry, definitely, right? Definitely, Correct. Yeah. So, how you feel? Where, where the, where do they rank? Um, where you, did you feel away when Little Kim and um Nicki Minaj were going at each other? I definitely did um feel away when they were going at each other. I feel like you know, kind of, sort of, because you know. Nikki has even said that Little Kim has influenced her, influenced a lot of her style, even though she tries to deny it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you could see she she was She's influenced a, yeah, by her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when that. you know she kind of was like trying to diss her, it's like that's disrespectful, you know, to diss somebody who basically, you know, because Little Kim, she kind of paved the way for females to be able to be sexy and talk about sex and, you yeah, know, yeah. wear bikinis and be rapping. And like, so she kind of did, you know, pave that way. Yeah, yeah, she was like she, the trailblazer. She started it. For so, that, that level of. You know, don't get me wrong. I like Nikki. I like Cardi. I just feel like sometimes. Um, you know the music industry makes it feel like we have to choose like it can only be one big female rapper like either Cardi or Nicki right. like it's just like you know come on like, do you agree with that right yeah, that's they a big question definitely yeah. like it's like you know it's it cannot be more than one female rapper at the forefront of the music game and it's like that's not how it works because if like say if one of them falls off or like another female rapper comes in you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying then it's like oh bye bye Cardi all eyes on this next female rapper yeah, so yeah, I yeah. definitely mm-hmm. feel like you know there's so much competition and female rappers are constantly pitted against each other it's like mm-hmm. you have to constantly choose like there can only be one on top so and then I do feel like the media sometimes creates beef between you know the these rappers like with the Cardi Nicki situation like you know from what Cardi said in an interview she said she didn't have no before her so it's like I kind of feel like that was kind of feuded and created by the media, the media like oh right. you know Nikki doesn't like Cardi and Cardi doesn't like Nikki and it's like why can't both females mm. just win you know okay so I have money I have two contests for you now right okay you brought something out about um Lil Kim and paving the way yeah right I'm with you on the Lil Kim joint but so when the whole Nicki Minaj Cardi B thing came out Nikki was kind of implying that because she paved the new generation way that Cardi should flock when Nikki didn't even do the same for Little Kim. No. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I never really understood that part of it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, you mentioned women 
against each other, right? Well, you think yeah. the media does it? I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's both. I think oh, it's really? the artist. Oh, yeah, because, come on, we don't see them, in, in you know, inciting each other on the gram. I think women are they, just they, more competitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think y'all are a little bit more aggressive. And petty. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, way petty. <laughs> I, I don't know? think women want to coexist in hip-hop. Yeah, bro. If you I'm being honest, so? I don't, I don't think, think so. No, I really I think, think so. that some, because even when I'm looking at comments, you know, say if Cardi posts something or, you know, it's a post about, not Cardi post, no, I'm mm-hmm. saving, but like, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a Cardi post, it's a Nicki post, you see, you know, the Nicki fans coming at Cardi or the Cardi fans, and it's like, why can't people just enjoy both women and like, let okay. them coexist? So I do feel like, you know, sometimes that the media does back that up and, you know, makes it like, you have to choose one female rapper, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can only be Question. one at the like, top. Like, two can't be one. nice. Yeah. You got bars? Do you rap? I mean, Cause you I'm know. Because I'm looking at your hands. I'm looking at, uh, I mean, I hear the tone of your voice. Little I mean, Kim is little, your favorite rapper. I mean, a little something like that. A little, a little something, something like that. that. Yeah, I, just a little, little bit. Little we ain't going to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know because it's interesting. I do, yeah. yeah. I just, I started really getting into it more, I'd say, mm-hmm. like last year. And I'm just trying, you know, now that I'm out of school, I could definitely focus on it. But, you know, mm-hmm. I don't like to no, brag or anything. But, you know, I'm trying to, you know, once I feel like I'm like, yeah, I'm where I want to be. Yeah, you heard the year, that was a little jump. You know how she said, you. Like, that's how she started off the songs, my nigga. Yeah. I heard it's it. your girl. I heard it. Uh, well, since you do kind of dabble at it, you play with it, um, experimenting with the rapping right now, do you write? I do. I write, like, pretty much everything I've ever written, you know, has just been me straight up. Like, you know, stuff I've recorded is me. Like, so I do write, you know. I don't write as often as I should, but yeah. I do write. And I have some stuff that, you know, I have to hit the studio for. Yeah. You know, I got some, I got, got a little some something, something got coming some out. But, yeah, you oh, know. Oh, you, you, but you're not going to drop nothing yet. I mean, I haven't mm. recorded. I haven't hit the okay. studio yet. Like, I just got back from school. So, okay, you know, I'm just yeah. trying to set up the sessions and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, more of my content I'm, out there. I'm glad so. that you, you did school first and now you're trying to pursue yeah. a career in music. Thank and you. it's it's not it's nothing wrong with people that try and do it the other way. Mm-hmm. But it's always great to have that, that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's lean on, right? Yeah, of course. Of it's course. always something. And maybe we're biased because we're all college. Yeah, you know, graduates. we all went to college <laughs> and all that. So maybe it, it might be a little bit biased. Uh-huh. But I, I think it's dope that you have some type yeah. of passion for it. I know it. me, I was like, you know what, let me do school, then focus on what I want to do, like, in the entertainment field. Like, I don't knock mm-hmm. people who, you know, just go straight to the entertainment mm-hmm. field, go straight to their career. I don't knock people, but yeah, I know me, course. you know, especially with the family I came up in. Like, mm-hmm. you know, school was always first, so. No, nah, of course. That's, that's right. what's up. Um, I know you mentioned writing, and I don't want to stay on it too long. But how do you feel about everybody coming at Cardi for not writing her music? Uh, um, I mean, me it. personally, I feel like an artist should always, you sh- I should be, you know, of really? course there's ghostwriters in hip-hop and music, but I feel like as an artist, your work should be at least, you know, if it's going to be like, you know, a little 10%, you know, with the ghostwriter or something else thrown in by an outside source, mm-hmm. at least 90% of your stuff should be by mm-hmm. you, like, you know, originally you, like, you know, yeah. authentic, yeah, I wrote this, I put the pencil to paper for this, so. Do you, do you think that applies only for female rappers or oh. female singers as well? Because Beyonce, mm-hmm. she don't write. Talk about it. Uh, Talk Rihanna. About it. She doesn't write. And the biggest artist of all time, Michael Jackson, he didn't write. But Uh they're singers. They're entertainers. Yeah. When we talk about rappers, they get judged a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do feel like rappers definitely judge harder. Like, you know, if a rapper has, like, you know, other, like, ten other writers other than them on an album. Kanye West. Drake. (laughs) (laughs) 
No shade. Let's go look at hey, Drake's uh, track. Let's hey, go. Oh, They're like, you know, hey, like rappers that look at the worst people in the world, you know, if they don't just write all of their stuff. But with yeah. singers, it's like kind of more expected, like, you know, that yeah. they don't always write their stuff. It's like when the singer, you know, they sing and they they also write their stuff. It's like, oh my gosh, like she sings and she writes. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, yeah, when you it's a rapper, you know, like you're just, it's you're just, expected, expected. You know, you know. So, definitely do think that. Wow. Um, Honestly, all right, so this, I have a question for you. Okay. Because we, like we said, we know that people ghostwrite music, and we also know how record labels do. Mm-hmm. My question is, do you mind and can you separate it? Meaning, yeah, I know somebody wrote this, but I can still enjoy this music. Some people can be like, oh, you know, Shorty ain't write it, or he ain't write it, so. Uh, I actually, I could still bump it. Like, okay. You know, me personally, yeah, like, I would never, you know, get into, like, I don't do the ghostwriting thing, you know, maybe because I'm not up where I want to be yet in terms yeah. of music. Yeah. But, right. you know, and that's good that you wanna... acknowledge that. Right. Like, yeah. It's good that you said that because mm-hmm. right. a lot of people, oh, I'm never going to take a ghostwriter. Uh, uh, I'm uh. never going to. Do... That's a part of the art. Yeah, and I literally. respect that. Like, it's yeah. the biggest hits on the radio, nine times out of ten, right. were written by right. someone Exactly. Else. Because people. sometimes, like, you know, you could get feedback. You could get something that, you know, was missing for the song. Like, I could still enjoy a song even if it's been, if it's been like, ghostwritten. Like, you know, yeah. with Cardi's album, mm-hmm. she had ghostwriters. I was still bumping to it. You know what I'm saying? I was still like. Good, it was still good because she delivered Yo, it good. You know, the delivery was saying. good. I really like that album. Okay. So, Alex, okay. to yeah. answer your question, yes, sir. Yeah. I can enjoy it. Okay, but, but and this is where things might get a little bit heated. So please don't knock me out. Don't slap my hat <laughs> off. I need my hat. Now my head might start shining and shit in the light. I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. But <laughs> I I can enjoy an artist when they don't write their music. Okay, if they're open about it. Okay. It's hard for me to enjoy music, and we're gonna use Drake as the example. Because I'm glad you did. He had the the album. Uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. Yes. And a yeah. lot of reference tracks leaked. Oh, that's And it was bar for bar. Drake was using, you mm. know, yeah. terms and words and everything. Mm-hmm. So that it was difficult me to, uh, to enjoy that album after I found out he didn't write everything. Boo. I couldn't go back to. I can <laughs> like right now. Boo. If you put on ten bands, I can't <laughs> listen to it the same. Oh yeah, I don't hear it. I just okay. so I, I got it doesn't, a question as for you. a rat, it doesn't process. It doesn't the process same. correct no more, right? It don't. Mm, interesting. This is my question for you. <laughs> yeah, you about to slap the, the hat off. What the fuck was Drake supposed to do? do hey mean? y'all, ten bands came out, and Quinn Miller wrote it, P Diddy wrote it, Shakira wrote it, uh, Two Chains wrote it. Here y'all. Wait, did all those writers really write? No, I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Say what? I'm saying, saying, saying like, Alex over here really dropping me shit. I really need to know. But you know what I'm saying? Like, our artists are just supposed to come out and be like, I got all these writers. But if you check his credits on if you're reading this too late, Quentin Miller was credited. You do have a point. So, I just think, you know, what are artists supposed to do? Well, when we're speaking about Drake, okay, he goes after that number one, that, that seat. I'm coming mm-hmm. for the throne, coming, coming mm-hmm. for the crown. So I think it applies to him. I think he should have been a little bit honest. Um but I understand why he wasn't because as a rapper, that's you know? a huge chink in the armor. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. can't say I'm the best and then have Quentin Miller writing and penning your shit and have it. So and I understand why right. he yeah. wouldn't own up to it. Yeah. Um, and why we acting like they don't sign non-disclosures? No, of course. But mm-hmm. you're a Drake stan. No, I'm so, not. I can tell you when he drops something he's bad. He's not a Drake stan? No, I'm a fan. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, a look, fan. I'm looking at wife. I'm looking She's at chatting. wife because wifey chatting. wouldn't lie. No, no. I can tell you. said it all. I could tell you. She said I'm not chatting. Yo, I know you, bro. No, there's, you, there's nothing wrong with you. being a stick. Fuck you. Let me tell you something. There's I can tell wrong. you if something was bad. 
If someone's bad, I right, no. Of course, that. you can say okay. something bad because you have no choice. Oh, but fuck you! It's the it's it's, it's the uh, the other dynamics that uh, go into it that makes you a stand. You'll be bumping the album in June. I will. I mm. definitely, and so will his fans yep. and his fans. And his fans. I'm a fan. You're a stand, but and you're a, a J Cole stand. Yeah, I, I could be that. I, bet. I could be that. Right. I could be that. Right. <laughs> One dimensional host like that. <laughs> I could definitely fall asleep to some cold. Man. I mean, I know what people talk about. But not um back to Drake. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it easy for you to mm. um listen to that album yeah. and still enjoy it, knowing I, that it was written? Most definitely, because I can tell you why. I was talking to you I think probably a couple weeks ago about mm-hmm. this. You can hear the shit people write. It's very commercial. For example, Drake's Just Hold On, We're Going Home, that motherfucker did not write that shit. <laughs> Okay, but if you go turn on 5 a.m. in Toronto, do not disturb when he's really getting intimate, talking about his family, uh, past relationships. That's more of a pop song. He's singing. Uh, That's my point. That's my point, bro. That's my point. You can you can tell. All right. He wrote that. I I don't think he penned that one. Mm, I'm not sure he penned that one. I don't think. 901 Shelby Drive. Look alive. Look alive. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it should be like that, though. How do you feel as a song as somebody who actually pens their music? I mean, are you I, able to tell? Do you enjoy it still? I mean, I will still, like I said, I still enjoy it. Like you know, using Cardi B as an example. Like I did, you know, after the oh, the thing with uh, Drake, you know, Ghostwriters, you know, that coming out. I still did enjoy his music. Like you said, like as long as they can admit to you know having someone back them or like you know mm-hmm. giving credit to you know the other writers you mm-hmm. know that contributed to it then i could enjoy it but i still have that in the back of my mind like damn like you know you couldn't just you know yeah. do it on your own but mm-hmm. like i said when it comes to hip-hop and rap music it's like you know we're harder on rappers and hip-hop yeah. artists who you know because every song has writers. to be a hit let's exactly. be honest we live in a culture if it's not a hit these artists start stressing wale was crying that's my god yeah, <laughs> wale always that. crying though you know, like, shout out wale. wale just got by, signed by universal well, no warner Bro- brothers Warner Bros. Warner Bros. Yeah, yeah, shout yeah, out to Wale. Yeah, shout out to Wale. You see what it pushes you to do, though? See, that you're a fan yeah. of Wale. I'm a, no, I'm a stan of Wale. You're a stan of Wale. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on his face. I got to turn to wife for confirmation, yeah? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm She's a, like, yeah. That's my guy. That's <laughs> so you can see how it affects him, though, where it's yeah, like, yeah. why do you think these artists do it? Yo, I need a feature. Yo, can you hop on this? They really want to be the best consistently because mm-hmm. we give them so much pressure to do so. I want to ask, this is my mm-hmm. last Drake question. I didn't even really mean to talk about Drake, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, is he the best? Can he be Define what the best means. The best rapper right now. I don't want to talk about rapper. all, all I can, time. I can't say rapper. I can definitely say entertainer. Entertainer, I would say entertainer. I, I can't say rapper. I would definitely okay. say entertainer. For sure. So who's the best rapper? Oh, that could be debated amongst... Could be. <laughs> as long as it's not him. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you, is it not him? The fact that you brought him up just so I couldn't mention him <laughs> means you a hoe. <laughs> okay? I'll be that. In, I, I'll be that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just wanted to yeah. try it. I'm know, a realist, you know, though. You know, I know he ain't the top lyricist. You know, I know Kendrick, He's up there. He's, he's up, up there. there. Kendrick I think Kendrick rap got that, yeah. Circles I think around, oh, son. Oh, we all know But that. I agree. But, I hey, agree. You know, yeah. I agree. Um, speaking of top tier artists, rappers, let's get back to J. Cole and his interview with Angie Martinez. Yeah. It was some exclusive, you know, it was, it was an exclusive interview. He likes Angie Martinez. Uh, again, a I'm a fan, so yeah. I know, like, that's his go-to. When he wants to say something, he's not going to the Breakfast Club. No. He's not going to yeah. Ebro. No. He's going to Angie. I, I got my critiques about that because... Mm. Angie's interview style, she's she's kind of light, lighthearted. You know, yeah. she she throws jabs. She don't really throw no haymakers. No, yeah. She's not yeah. really going to get too personal. Right. Um, so it, it's fitting for him. 
as fans, I'm sure we all want to see him go talk to Charlemagne. You know, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure we all want to see him in that seat. I'd love to see that. Um, but uh, he's reached the level where he doesn't have to do that, so he doesn't do it. Exactly. Um, I know you got to check out the interview. I did. Bibi, did you hear any of the interview, even if it no, was snippets? No, I didn't hear anything. All right, so we'll like, brief totally you on blues. it. Yeah. I, I, told, totally um, I heard a little bit about it. You've heard more than me, though. I did. What did you take away from it? What, what I took from it, he was basically, um, he, talk, he spoke about his mom mm. and the influence on his last album. You know, if you guys don't know, Cole's mom was addicted to drugs. Yeah. Uh, which was well, I, I've, I, uh-huh. I, I've heard, right. I knew, yeah. but I didn't know oh, yeah. until K.O.D. just Oh, dropped. yeah. He's, and then he, he went into this. The After the album dropped, a bunch of people that were going through like similar situations just with like drugs mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. parents were overdosing. He would, they would DM J. Cole and be like, yo, bro, K.O.D. got me through this. K.O.D. got me through that. Yeah. Another thing I took from it, he says, um, we need to be more like... Uh, we need to be more attentive to what's going on. Around us? Around us. Especially with social media. Social media is huge. Ex- yeah. Oh so, social media yeah. is huge. It's it's the number one drug in America. Exactly. Huge, huge, I, huge. I'm not afraid to say it's the number one drug. I think, it is, I think I, it's number I, one. Let me not speak for everybody in the room. No, I'm speaking. I, I can speak for myself, though. It is. It's. I cannot I go a day without checking my phone. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't not <laughs> look at my phone. I can't not It's check like social media is Twitter. so bad, yeah. but it's so good at the same time. It's like, you know, in terms of marketing, right. content yeah. out there. But then it's like you get these, you know, what you sh- like social media gives you, um, you know, perceptions of what you should be doing or what you should be at a certain mm-hmm. age. Like, you know, exactly. that could also go back to mental illness um, contributed to depression. If Damn, you're like I got mental 20- illness. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no. she pointed at me like, nigga, you always want to write to you. You, been- <laughs> you said, this nigga, that's not all my life. <laughs> Man, let me call my therapist. Hey, yo, doc. Nah, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> let me finish. But, like, I mean, like, you know, because if you see somebody who's yeah. around our age, 21, I'm 22, you know, 22, 23, they just mm-hmm. bought a big ass house and I don't know, fucking Malibu, you know, just uh-huh. bought a, a new binge, you know, just made a meal. You know, just when you see certain stuff, it makes you feel like, damn, like, am I not doing enough? Like, am I not where I need wow. to be? When I like, went to Miami. Wow. Oh my gosh. I get that all the time. Like, I get that all the time. Niggas was renting out Lamborghini. Bro, yep. I swear to you, no lie. I saw at least 12 Lamborghinis in a day. Wow. <laughs> I, and I don't care if they were rented. I saw, right. we saw Rolls Royces everywhere. Big pimping. We, bro, oh my. And I was like, me and my yeah. friends was looking at each other because we had this beautiful view. We had this beautiful suite. We was right across the street from DJ Khaled's crib. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we you was, was blessed right, up. Well, we right, blessed right, up. Lions. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the lions and all that. They don't want me to be across from <laughs> they, DJ Khaled's crib. <laughs> Talk about it, talk about it. We saw, we definitely saw they, not yeah. mean the police that be getting, but, right. mm, mm. but I, um, I say that to say this. Right. We was like, yo, we look out, we wake up, we look outside, we see this beautiful, beautiful water, beautiful palm trees. Everything's beautiful, right? But we're Ubering everywhere. Oh, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I get it. We, I get could, it. Like, yeah. we, we couldn't rent out the the, ben, the Benz, the yeah. Bima. Right, yeah. Yeah. Not even to mention a Lamborghini. Like, like, so, hell the fuck no. So I do understand uh, what you what you mean by like, like I'm not doing enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that presence to feel like I'm not doing enough. Exactly. And yeah. when we're on social media, we always put our best foot forward. Yeah. yeah, big time. You know, even subconsciously, like um, 
the maybe like a week or two ago. I was out. It was like a week. I, I had so much to do. I was in the city every single week. I was doing something in the city, posting it. I'm here with Joe, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. doing a podcast. And I'm here with you guys. Yeah. We doing a podcast. Yeah. You know, and I'm posting now. I want people to see working. what I'm doing. I'm working. Exactly. We always working. We always working, baby. And then I'm, I'm watching the show. I'm in the city. I'm watching the show. And I'm like, damn, I'm just looking at my story. I'm like, yo, my life really looks lit. Like, yeah. people probably think I am super lit. Yeah. So I had to write a message like, yo, it's not always like this. Right. I, I like to sit in my boxes yeah. and play Xbox. Like, yeah. you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm still a normal dude. Yeah, like, right. it, it, I have to bring myself down because yeah. social mm-hmm. media will make it seem like we live in this, this lavish life. What I've also that, did, you know, in terms of social media, like, I limit the announcement of the moves I make on social media. Talk really? about you never it, know who is, you know, sitting behind their phone praying on your downfall, plotting who's that. jealous, you know, who's envious. Fact. So, you know, I don't speak on anything until I know it's definitely confirmed. Like, even, you know, before yes. I launched my YouTube channel, I wasn't like, oh, I'm about to launch a YouTube channel. You Once I it. launched it, you know, it was yeah. up and running. I had the logo. Then I was like, boom, this is here. Let yeah. me know. But I've learned definitely, you know, to, you can't, mm-hmm. you know, be making you all can't. your announcements. I'm big on, on that, too. Because you, you know that. what I yeah. noticed? I feel like once you make the announcements, that's when people is like, oh, what the fuck ever. Yeah, But the moment you just do. But when you do it. Oh, it's like, Okay. It's really like, right. Yeah. You know, instead of saying, oh, yeah, yeah I got a job interview, be like, I got the job. job. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, if you don't get the, inter- the job, then it's yeah. like, damn, you know, I just said I got an interview. And people are hyped. Right. 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 Exactly. Yes. Be people, hyped for you. Yeah, people, they would. They would be hyped to see, like, oh, he didn't get that. Or oh, oh, this, yes. this right. bitch is saying that she's fronting. Like, they can't still wait. Doing to, bad. Yes. You still, yeah, you ain't doing shit. Exactly. put that on you. So I understand what Cole, he, um when he talks about social media, because he's really not too big on social media. Yeah, this is the biggest private. he's been on yeah. social media. He's honestly privacy goals. Like, he's how I want to be, like, yeah. you know. And I he moves super like, low. He, he so also low said he thought um, the break off of social media was going to fix his social media problem. Because he said, yo, I'll be on the phone every five minutes when I got really? it. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. he said, he's like, no lie, bro. Once I get it, bro, I'm on it. That's but crazy. then he was like, what it actually did since I've been on it is making me realize how much of it I don't need it. And how much of a of a nuisance it is to me, actually. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that break didn't fix anything. That's basically what he's saying. He's saying that break just showed that I can't I can do it for that amount of time, mm-hmm. but that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. That he, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm I was, trying to think because I know Cole. He preaches a lot about you know money doesn't bring happiness. Yeah. Um, he got I'm some M's in the bank. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, I'm broke. Like I ain't got money, Shit. so I can't some speak gum. from that pr- perspective. Retweet. So I wonder if his status and where he's at now kind of allows him to go ghost and not be so active yeah. because yeah. if 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 I'm making bang, super super millions of dollars right I don't need to be seen. Yeah. Not at all. Like, we're doing this podcast. Yeah. We have to put this shit oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> we have we to promote it. We're trying to get to that place in life. <laughs> like, like yeah. we're trying to get there. I'm forced to promote yes. it and be on yeah. social media For because sure. if I don't, why am I doing like it? Like I say no all the reason. time, if I wasn't, you know, trying to get into the industry that I want to be in, I would not be on social media. Like, I would have no Facebook, you. no IG. I'd probably barely use Snapchat, but I would not deal with this shit Because sometimes all, it's too life. personal, the social yes. media shit. Like, oh I don't really gosh. want most people knowing, like, hey, I went to Dorney Park with my little baby cousin yeah. And, yeah. Her, and her niece. They don't need to know that. That's yeah. so true. You know? That's just me, though. Nah, I feel you. Because yeah. you are kind of private. You, I you pretty, lay low on, I, on, on social Sna- media. Oh, yeah, I still lay low on Snapchat. I'm yeah. big on Twitter. You know me. Yeah, yeah. Big, big on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. I'm really big on Twitter. You definitely get I'm your like, thoughts out. Yes. I, I see you on Twitter. Yeah, for but sure. But you, you've always been kind of low. On the Snapchat. Snapchat yeah. will tell you your location, who yeah. you're with, oh, and take the time. Listen, the map. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Oh, the map was, oh, my. Oh, yeah. my God. I can understand why J. Cole um, yeah. shies away from social media, I guess. I didn't hear the entire interview, but I did hear what he had to say about Kanye West. 
Okay. Which was interesting. Yeah. I didn't get to that part, actually. What did he say about him? Um, he and Kanye, it, it dates back almost two years now when he came out with False Prophets. Wow. I, I don't know if y'all remember that, that was song. two yeah. years ago. Yeah, False that. Prophets. When he yeah. had that verse that was kind of dedicated to Kanye, basically saying, hey, look, you know, he, he, he's a false prophet, honestly. <laughs> he says things, he preaches things, but he's not that. Right. So um, he got to the point with Angie where he did speak about their relationship or lack thereof. Right. And... <laughs> Maybe a few weeks ago when Kanye West was wilding. Remember, he was just exposing mad text messages and, you know, showing people who he's on the phone with and all of this. One of the people was J. Cole. Yeah, and they didn't really expand much on that after that picture. No, they didn't expand much. But, again, like we were just speaking, J. Cole is very private. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So when he found out that he took a picture of just the fact that they were on the phone, he he said he felt some type of way. Wow. Mm. He felt some type of way towards Kanye for wow. exposing that they had a conversation. Um, he basically explained that the conversation was more so like uh, Kanye told J. Cole, thank you for calling me out on my my BS. Thank you for keeping me on my toes. I need somebody to tell me when I'm messing up. Okay. Basically, that's what Kanye told J. Cole, and this is what J. Cole's saying. Um, and J. Cole was like, all right. Don't get mad because I'm gonna do it. Like this is what I do. Uh, he also said he didn't he didn't enjoy the fact that it was out there for the public to see because it didn't seem genuine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why are we having this conversation? Exactly. We don't really yeah. talk as, as as that. You know, like as much as we probably not should, but we don't no, have a relationship. They're not close. Basically, yeah, they're, they're, they're not close. Basically, that's what you're saying. We yeah. don't have a relationship. That's for sure. So for us to have this kind of uh, personal moment and then for you to put it on the internet, it didn't feel genuine. Mm-hmm. So and I don't blame him for that. Yeah, because I, I come on, man. Like I, I hate those people that have to post everything on everything. social media. That was one of those things that would have got me tight. Like, yeah. bro, you could have kept that between us, man. Yeah, like, that fact. wasn't for social media. Like, that, yeah, exactly. If right. I wanted to reach you on social media, I would have made a post and tagged you in it. Like, Straight like that. <laughs> I exactly, done that. exactly. I do want to um, hear the interview in full, though. I'm yeah. interested again. Let's finish that. I, I should. I should have been heard it, obviously. <laughs> me, You've been me. busy, though. Nah, I've been sleeping. Oh, <laughs> I slept. Oh, yeah. I've been sleeping all day, I nonstop. I took your body. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need my, to see yeah. Slay Up Man. He out here looking like. I yeah, I look like. Water. I look like where I work. Yeah, I'm looking crazy right now. I just throwing the sweats, hat, whatever. So, um... Miami was definitely a movie. I need to go back. We actually yeah. should do a need to know podcast oh, trip to Miami. We, actually we should do a need to know podcast to do trip. That. You get how that works? Need, exactly. need to do that. I'm telling you, I man, you, you're not going to want to come back. It was beautiful out there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, BB Banks, yes. what's going on with you? Okay, so as he mentioned earlier i have an interview segment on youtube called spotted you know spotted with bb basically i launched it late december i really started you know got it off the ground early january Mm -hmm. it's basically dedicated to up-and-coming entertainers and business owners you know when we usually just you know everyone has a platform for musicians and music artists and of course i interview you know musicians and you know artists but Mm -hmm. like i'm more so looking for the 
makeup artists, the MUAs, the hairstylists, the behind owners the of you, you know, behind the scenes, okay. like the photographers, the DJs, yeah, yeah, the um, photographers don't get love. Yeah, man. yeah, they yeah, don't. You know, the hairstylists. The <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know some some people. You know, they have like you know food catering businesses. They're doing mm-hmm. you know the ones that make the special little cute drinks. So like basically, That's what's you know, up. so you're trying to cover. Yeah, everybody. You know, if you have a passion for something, you getting it off the ground. You know, you putting your all into it. You making a business mm-hmm. out of it. You really passionate about it. Then you know, spotted is for you. Like you know. Wow. Hit me up. Follow me on IG at SpottedNYC underscore. That is the page for Spotted. If you want to follow me, my personal Instagram is B-B-B-H-E-B-E-E, mm-hmm. period, Banks, B-A-N-K-S-S underscore. So, you know, Spotted, that's basically what I'm trying to do, trying to get some more content out there, get some more interviews. You know, I'm back home full time, so I'm definitely trying to, you know, really get that together. Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn you know. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, especially I'm gearing toward, you know, more people from New York City. But if you're from anywhere, you know, if you want to, yeah. you know, just do an interview, if is, you want to be on the show, then hit me up. Is this yeah. exclusively on YouTube? Do you do audio as well? Yeah, it's ex- for now it's just exclusively on YouTube, you know. Okay. Maybe, you know, one day if things go right, I'll probably start doing audio, you mm-hmm. know, like live interviews, you know, okay. but as for now, it's just excuse- exclusively, sorry, exclusively on YouTube. Gotcha. That's what's up. That's what's up. I know yes. we yeah. are looking um, to build the team a little bit. Yeah. I know we we looking for some for some people to come on mm-hmm. on board with us. That's for sure. Are you looking for anybody you need to fill some holes in, in um, your team? Yeah, you know, know it's hard ma- to find a Chris Brown. Chris, <laughs> it's I mean, it's, it's hard yes. to find somebody who's dedicated, <laughs> who knows what he's doing, who contributes so much. Like, you know what I'm saying? I knew Chris Brown one more time. <laughs> It's hard to find, you know, some uh, videographer who contributes so much to the show. Yeah. So I don't know if you're looking for a videographer. Oh, definitely, you know, looking for a videographer, photographer, you know, anybody who's interested in working with me on and helping me build the platform Mm -hmm. or, you know, helping me launch a, I don't know, a podcast or something Mm -hmm. of that. Like, I'm definitely looking, definitely always looking to expand the team and build my brand. So far, I'm only working with one person, you know, friend I went to school with, grinding, cool guy, you know, just right, you know, just started from the bottom. So, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, yeah, get into beast mode and just, you know, really make it happen, get we, it off the air. We, so that's it. That's, that's what it. we doing, right? We met in school. Nah, yeah, that's right? a fact. Yeah. We, we, we met on the humble. So <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> As you guys all know, we uh, hold the weekly dishonorable mention. This week, Oh, Lord, this week. <laughs> tell him. Oh, Lord, this week. <laughs> Let me tell you, you know, I called Slay on this one. Um, mayo <laughs> is not in style. Let me break it down. Y'all like this, mayonnaise? Uh, no. Let me ask y'all real quick. Do y'all like mayonnaise? Okay, I do. A little okay. bit on a sandwich. A little bit just on a sandwich? Just a little slip. Okay. Regardless of the fact, uh, <laughs> this week's dishonorable mention is going to Nicole Arbor. Nicole Arbor. Who, yes. Uh, Who is a YouTuber? Yeah, I don't know yeah. who she was until okay. this. No, week, she she's on YouTube. She's, she's out YouTuber. here. I actually, I want to pull up her numbers while you continue. Please to do. Okay. Give her background. Okay. I want to see what she's. Doing. Okay. So let me break down what I saw. Uh, what Nicole Arbor did. She mm. decided to think that she could redo, this is America, and give it a women's approach. When really all she did was make it mayo and white. Mm. <laughs> um. You mean uh, a white woman's approach? Because that's the only oh, approach she gave. Okay. okay. That's really? literally the approach. only approach. You know, but she put a little black lady in there to be like, "Here's some color, sister." I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> she Dub. pulled the "I have a black friend" card. Dub. 
Okay. No, I am. I'm, and before we even yeah. get into it, yes. I need to let y'all know my stance now. Okay. Because I am going to play devil's advocate a lot. Please do. Mm-hmm. As and we I, should. I don't want nobody, you know, we, we in here with some beautiful black queens. I don't want them to kill me. Oh, I don't want them oh, not right. to jump me on my way out. <laughs> nah, She's I'm, smirking over there. I'm staying quiet. You don't see me, nigga? So mm-hmm. I, I am going to play devil's mm-hmm. advocate. But um, I do I, I do not agree. You so do. let me just start with that. Okay. I, do, I, do, I do not agree. I do That's not agree. Okay. I do not do agree. Not agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I don't blame you. Just to talk about her stats, she has 419,000 subscribers. On YouTube. So just to put that in perspective, and um, that's more than the Brilliant Idiots, which is Charlemagne's. They they have about 200,000. What? Um, wow. That's more than Joe. And what? I know that because what you know what kind of like work. content yeah. does she do? Like, does she do makeup tutorials? Um, she just does. We don't know. Not too sure. <laughs> she, <laughs> says, she, says, <laughs> she says it's an entertainment channel, but she's at she's almost at four hundred and twenty thousand subscribers. So she's popping. She's yeah. you know what I mean. She's she's popping. People she, are hating. She has a yeah. platform. Yeah. She got over thirty eight million views total. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so she she's out there. She just, got stats. Just to put Jeez. some perspective. I just want to know why this is the first time I fucking heard of. Uh, because she's infiltrating the black mm. culture. Yeah, you infiltrating. Know, Get into it. Like, <laughs> go deeper, slut. She's, she's, hey, pause. <laughs> oh, hey, fuck you. I'm yo. sorry. No, no, to, pause. Pause on the play. No, no, no. Pause Flag on the play. <laughs> Flag on the play. I got you. I got you. Yeah, big but time. But now, um, if you want, we can check <laughs> out her version. <laughs> Alex, uh, if you want, you can queue up. Queue of her. Oh, we have to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's let's hear her version. Just her a little remix. sample. Just listen the to Mayo mix. Get a mammy home. This is America. Don't catch you climbing up. <laughs> Don't catch you climbing up. So this is her version. What? Of Donald Glover's. This is America. We'll say North America. North America. <laughs> <laughs> Who let her in the studio? Uh, that's who let her have the session. You know, the studio, I'm not even too mad at. I'm not even too mad that she actually got into the studio and did it. It's the fact that she was able to record a video and have people participate in it. And, and thought it was okay. And have black people participate <laughs> in it. Uh-huh. I'm more mad at the black people who co-signed really? than her. Like, I'm really more mad at them because it's like, you, like... It's just so much, but yeah. this is cultural appropriation at its finest. Like cultural he, this appropriation. This is something that was serious. You know, he's talking about serious matters that's going on in America, and then you know, of course, she comes in and spins it around and tries to give it a little snowflake taste to it, and then like there's actual, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I like seasoned, <laughs> unseasoned, 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 you know, unseasoned chicken. Salt is too spicy for me, you know, virgin, and it's like. Uh, I'm just <laughs> Salt is too spicy for me I'm so oh, mad That's the name of this week's episode <laughs> Salt, is, salt <laughs> is too spicy Salt is too spicy Wow Salt is too spicy I, I hear you though I definitely hear you like, Because that ain't it That's not it That ain't it Like just This is common though We we see this happen a lot yeah. We see Unfortunately um, And obviously as black people we kind of set the tone for what's going on in entertainment, what's going on in culture. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. Not at all. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Somebody was gonna do it. Yeah. Eventually, it just happened <laughs> to be her. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was going to happen. This, his video had too much impact for somebody not to try and capitalize and recreate it yeah, and put oh, a, a different twist and a different meaning to it. Um, it's, uh, it's easier to attack somebody who reenacts something like this when they're white with blonde hair and blue eyes. 
That is true. It's, yeah. it's a little easier yeah. to attack, especially from true. the standpoint that she came from because she attempted to all lives matter it. Yeah. No, definitely. And it, it just missed horrible. It, it did miss horrible. You know, it, it just, was just... Because you got to understand, when black people see something like this, this is not accepting. This is more like... Oh, yeah, it's cringeworthy. Yeah, it's, yeah, very, it's cringeworthy to watch. But I do want to... Again, I said I was going to play devil's advocate. I want to ask y'all a question about it. What's up? It's art at the end of the day. Art is subjective. That's true. Um, do... I don't know how to put it. <laughs> it. And it's not even that I'm trying to be politically correct. You I just literally. don't have the words for it, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. Basically, being that is art, should we judge it harshly opposed to just accepting it for what it is as black people? Should we take offense to it? Because, again, as black people, mm-hmm. we can be sensitive to certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, I, I do think, is necessary for us to speak out against. But, again, just trying to look at it from another perspective. Yeah. It is art. You know, she's not hurting anyone per se. That's true. Should we not be in such an uproar over it? Well, Well, I mean, the problem I had with it was that I saw, I don't know, on I don't have a Twitter, so I saw on Instagram, I guess, you know, of course, black women were naturally complaining about it and were against it. And she said something like, oh, yeah, all the the black women are upset at me or, you know, they're crying (laughs) their tears or it's something. She did say something slick like that. She did. She said, so it's like, you know, she has a few quotes that I am going to read. Yeah. So, yeah. She knew she was trying to put her, you know, I don't want to see her spit on it, but, you know, she tried to take something that was, you know, serious that Donald Glover put out there, you know, to show, like, what's going on in America. And she knew she was going to cause controversy or she knew that, you know, she should have just left it alone. Right. So she's kind of, like, bragging about it. Like, yeah, all the black women are mad at me. Ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> like That's up. not how you're going to win, Yeah, sis. that's not how you go about it. <laughs> that's, that's not, not yeah, what you do. I get that. To answer your question, mm-hmm. you, y'all obviously see I don't fuck with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. I'm also that person that could be like, I don't fuck with this shit, but I don't really care. Gotcha. And that's right. honest. You know, I respect yeah. it. Straight up. Like, what the fuck is she doing? But I don't we can leave that over there. Exactly. But again, you know? we're men. Yeah. We're and You're she, right. you know, she took a feminist approach to it. She yeah. tried to address um, the gender wage gap. In, tried. In some of her, yeah, she yeah. tried to address yeah. that. But it's like the, she did have black people or black women in it, but the black women, they were portrayed as like, you know, freaking baby mamas. And they weren't yeah. even, it wasn't even like she had educated black women. They were portrayed gotcha. as stereotypes. So you weren't even trying to do, you know, a woman's rights thing, you know, for all women. You just, you know, do some black people in it and to try to be political correct, but they were stereotypes. Yeah, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, And this yeah. is why we need so, this female voice. Need it. This is why last week when <laughs> we tried to talk about interracial relationships, it didn't. In well with me because we didn't have a female perspective. Exactly. This mm-hmm. is why. So I appreciate you coming through. No um, she also tried to address like public breastfeeding. I don't know much about that. Uh, BB Bank. You don't look like you know much about <laughs> yeah, that either. Yeah, no babies she over got, here. Nah, she got super uh, quiet. Nah, I understand that. <laughs> no. I'm just trying to go go down the list of some of the things that she was attempting to come across. Why can't she use it, another song? Why can't she? You know, remix a Taylor Swift song or like, <laughs> we I don't gonna know. Get into Taylor she, uh, Swift. Oh, we all we all get into Taylor Swift. Like remix one of uh, a pop artist song. You have to take some. Like, but mm-hmm. anyway, just what she said. Um, she <laughs> basically said, and I do have the direct quote. And this is the quote. It says, "It's the past. We weren't there. We didn't do it. But what we can do is fix the economic slavery. Focus on that now." Economic, yeah. economic. What does she mean by economic slavery? So I'm guessing what she's trying to say uh-huh. is, you know, the, the white people that are walking the earth today, they aren't responsible for slavery. She says she's tired of talking about it. Um, 
because there's nothing that we can do. She says, and she does attempt, I guess, to big up black women. She says, I can't fix the past, but issues now. We all have a chance at that, so let's refocus. I want to see more movies with black women CEOs and normalizing excellence for the next generation. Less black people in prison and police retraining. Mayo, mayo, mayo. <laughs> Actually, honestly, that's probably one of the more honest statements I've heard from a white person. I really hope no? it's honest, though. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. That's yeah. the thing, though, it, it could yeah. be. Because, I, don't because know. I mean, she's talking about you she know. wants to see more movies black with black CEOs so or whatever. Didn't you put but it why didn't you exactly? Why, why you have the black mom? woman? Why was she a baby mother or a yeah. stereotype, you know? Thank no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Those are just some of the direct quotes from right. her. Obviously, she got the backlash. She is not backing down. Um, oh. She's actually doubling down on everything that she's done. Um, she 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 doesn't see anything wrong with it. I thought it was kind of funny at first, but when you kind of dig deeper into yeah. you know underneath the surface, yeah. it's like this is a problem. It's a problem. This is a problem because. <laughs> It, I don't know. She, everybody <laughs> should have just though. left that alone. Leave yeah. Donald Glover. Let yeah. this is yes, America. just let it rock. Please. Just let it be. Watch it on YouTube. Let it be. Add for viewership, and we keep it pushing. Like <laughs> make your comments off air, you know, to that's yourselves, it. your friends, and you know, keep it pushing. Now that's a fact. Um, right. We we're seeing this a lot. Again, as black people, we know that we push the culture forward. Oh yeah, we know. It wasn't for that, us, the culture wouldn't be, you know, what it is. Yeah, majority. exactly. Let's so, talk about it. Like, uh, so I know we had spoke about, or you actually mentioned Taylor Swift. And I like Taylor Swift. I know a lot of people try to hate on Taylor Swift. You know, she had, she gives people a reason to, to hate on it, or on her, I should say. But I'm going to have to join the club. Me fucking too. <laughs> this is a classic right here. And all my black people, I know y'all heard this at the barbecue. And if you didn't, you will hear it in a few months. Or oh, you canceled. <laughs> Like, turn in your black heart if you don't know this song. How, this, does, how she messed this up? I don't... Ugh, this hurts. This hurts. Taylor Swift tried to do a remake to this. If, if those of you have who have not heard, um, she thought she was doing something. I don't know what she thought she, thought she was, was doing. She was doing a cover, doing, doing her own... Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire should never be touched. I wish I could see me rolling my eyes right and now. <laughs> if it is touched, you have to do it Correctly. the right Way. Y'all want to hear what she actually did? I, I would not. I was going to say I would love to hear it, but I really <laughs> don't want to hear it. But please, <laughs> but play let it. the people know. Please play on. it. Just, uh... If y'all insist. 28th night of September. <laughs> love was changing the minds of pretenders. I need my hillbilly boots. Oh, we on the bomb. <laughs> we in the bomb with the horse. Oh, my God. Mm, my name's so good. Our hearts <laughs> I like the guitar. The potato salad and the raisins. Like, I could literally see it, you know. The guitar. With the unseasoned chicken. Just, oh, my God. What the fuck is that? We can't even play the rest of that. It's bad. Like I said. Did she really think she was doing, you know, the music world some sort of good with this? Like, did she really think she was going to be, like, Who gave her the idea? Popping when she did this? That's what I need to know. She had to be drunk, right? Who backed her? She had to be drunk. I hope so. We're like, off something. We all do crazy things when we're drunk. It's I hope easy she was to say. Off something, you know? It's easy to say you hate Taylor Swift. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why. Like you got to be self-aware and culturally aware. Sound. Yes. Culturally like, sound. Seriously, you, know you have to. Yeah. You know, you have to know what you're doing. When you're right? that big of an artist, and maybe she was trying to pay homage, and 
I, I really don't know what her mindset was <laughs> when she I got. Like when she said, let's, she, let's play. How did she think this was a good idea? How did she think, you know, Earth, Wind, and okay? Fire, right? Honestly, my mood is the three black women who were listening to it, like their reaction video to it. I don't know if you guys oh, saw were, that. Nah, I didn't like, see, it was see these that. three older black women, and like they were just laughing at her. Like they, their faces, <laughs> like just their whole reaction was just a mood. Like literally, just yeah, so trying to bump that out the cookout. <laughs> what? If I put on the Taylor Swift version, uh huh. Guess what I'm doing? I'm taking my <laughs> plate and I'm leaving. Okay. Yeah. Taking my plate your out and leaving. Your plate ain't gonna have no seasoning on it. <laughs> your plate gonna have raisins in the, the potato salad. It's not gonna be cooked. It's still gonna say Purdue. It's on gonna it. be Kraft macaroni. <laughs> yeah, it's still gonna say Kraft and Purdue. We're not even putting it in the oven. But nah, that's crazy, man. I don't know Taylor Swift. I think again, she's she's too big. Somebody on her team had to put her pull her aside and say, look, Taylor. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> no. Highlights. Baby girl. Baby girl. This is not Too it. many yes men. This too is not yes your men. forte. Just yeah. just step back. This mm-hmm. is not. I did the guitar was kinda cool. Fuck but... that Slay. We dubbing the whole shit, Slay. <laughs> we dubbing the whole shit, Slay. Cancel that shit. You being too nice Cancel today. Last shit. Miami got you real nice. I don't know what the fuck happened. Miami usually, does got me in the usually, usually, some drinks in. Okay, usually he on his Joe Button. That shit is trash. <laughs> you know, this nigga is crazy. Yeah, maybe, maybe Miami got me talking a little different, but <laughs> we, we could cancel that shit. So, again, the dishonorable <laughs> mentions. It goes out to the Mayonnaise Sisters, the Miracle Whip. I don't know what Salt you want to call them. Salt is too spicy, sister. Salt is too spicy. Um, they should have just stayed away Miracle from whipped me. Like. <laughs> Miracle whipped me. That's, Who, that's are you? Who are you? They, Who are you? Who are you? They should have just stood away from those those two songs. Yeah, just, um, yeah, completely. Just let it. Yeah, let, let them be what they are. Right. And, and that's it. So the dishonorable mention goes to Nicole Arbor and Taylor Swift. Again, um... I like our dishonorable mention. I like the segments. Again, if yeah. if anybody has any suggestions please. as well, please yeah. let us know. Um, Twitter, and a, IG. A lot of the listeners and people that do listen, and if you've gotten this far, appreciate you. You definitely are a listener. <laughs> yeah. uh, so if you've gotten this far, please let you. us know um, because you guys are extremely vocal in my mentions. Are they? All right? When I fuck up some shit <laughs> or when I don't post Joe Buttons. Hey, Savon, uh, uh, pull this up? Yeah, right? And you know read what I'm this? When they're, they're very vocal when the, the podcast is late or when anything's late. Yeah. So please, uh, be vocal about what you guys want to hear. Um, I would love to have some fans, not yeah. fans, I don't mm-hmm. think we have fans, listeners, yeah. pull up and, and join the conversation with us. I try and get back to everybody's DMs. I yeah. know Alex, he he's vocal. He'll send me something like, yo, this is another idea. Chris as well. Yeah. So if you hit the three of us up, we'll, we'll try and work something out. We can get you on if you want to give us some suggestions. Um, anything. And if we're trash too, let us know let if us this know. episode was trash. Like, yeah. I really want to get some feedback, yeah. honest feedback. Like, I'm not one of those sensitive-ass people. Like, I retweet the good, the bad, the, bad. the ugly. We like dislikes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't like dislikes. Hold on. <laughs> we gonna fuck up like the paper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, we do appreciate the honesty. So, yeah, yeah. let us know um, how you feel about it. And if you want to come on the show, yeah. Alex and I, we're going to discuss um, the process, the vetting process of that but we're looking for upcoming comedians. Um, now that BB Banks, she mentioned makeup artists, it would be nice to talk to a makeup artist. Hell Ladies yeah. who slay faces, you know, y'all beat faces. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, a whole I, lot I, of them. I would, I would like, yeah. Because yeah. it's a whole industry now, right? It is. Exactly. It's very yeah. okay. huge. Makeup is so huge. All, upcoming, all the MUAs. <laughs> right, MUAs. That's a fact. <laughs> upcoming uh, creators, also people that have their own podcast. Again, just just hit us up. My, my email is there if you want to go business oriented. <laughs> or just send me a DM. My nigga, we all millennials, we all young. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right. we all trying to get it, so you can hit me however you want. 
Um, Alex, you got anything? On yes, your mind, for sure. I, I, we, I don't know how we ain't bring this up yet. I want to give. We gotta give a very big congrats to Joe Budden. Oh, he just secured out. a bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Shout out. Shout, Shout out to Joe. My God, man. Wow, wow. Um, yes. More money, more blessings. He got That's the Revolt it. TV bag. He and Diddy, you know, they Diddy. doing business together. So they got that on the IG, big ups. Their show coming out, uh, State of the Culture. I'm excited to see. A lot of people think I know shit. I don't know shit about what's going on with Joe. <laughs> I called like, I called Savon like, you fucking bitch. How long you knew? <laughs> Fucking bitch, you wasn't gonna tell me shit, like, bro. I don't know nothing that's going on with Joe. Um, but I salute it. You know, it's nice to see because he fights for integrity, yeah. especially as mm-hmm. uh, for creators. And he speaks you know, for the culture. Yes. What's actually going on? He does. You know, yes. that's what I appreciate. His podcast is the biggest podcast in music, and he doesn't take advertisements. Yeah, he doesn't wow. have any ads on it. Nobody's like. It's legit free. That's wavy. Everybody, what they do, how they contribute, it's all done without putting any money in their pocket. And um, I'm comfortable saying that because they openly acknowledge that. Exactly. I'm not spilling yeah. no beans, you know what I'm saying? But so it's real, see, real talk. Yeah. So to right. see them uh, grind at that level, because it's hard for me not to take a bag. Like, niggas be like, yo, how much, yeah. you, how, how much I got to pay you to get on the show? And I'll, I'll be ready to hit Alex. Like, yo, my nigga, what, what's the cut? How you trying? How you trying? Oh, what's the rate? What's the rate? <laughs> So for them to do that, it, it speaks a lot to their dedication. So shout out to Joe for getting that revolt bag. Yeah, um, big shout Woo! out. That's that's big. Yeah, right he'll there. he'll Get give the details money. on it. Uh, people, please stop asking me. I don't know. I have no idea what Joe's <laughs> doing with his business, but I, I, I'm a fan as well. A lot of people get that twisted. You definitely yeah, are. Like, I'm a fan. I don't think so. you under- they understand that. Yeah, I get yeah, happy yeah. when I see that shit. When I hear yeah. about this shit, so I'm a fan. So again, big ups to Joe Budden <laughs> with no S. He don't fuck with that S shit. Yeah, fuck that shit, man. Um, it's another week. We made it back yeah. to the end. Again, thank everybody for listening. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. subscribe. I'm going to get that tatted. We're trying. Like, we're, <laughs> we're getting better at this shit. You we know? are. Like, yeah. the first five episodes, we didn't tell anybody to subscribe. Yeah. So, <laughs> for the people that have, we appreciate you. We see you. Uh, BB Banks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Drop taking the trip. Today. Thank you for having me. Again, we I got Brooklyn in the building. Do you want to plug anything before you go? I mean, you know, just follow Spotted at Spotted NYC underscore. You know, if you want to follow me, you know, if you want to send a DM, you want to hit me on the email through Spotted, you want to be featured on Spotted, please do not hesitate. I'm always looking to create, always looking to collab. That's a fact. Like, just always, you know, just ready to work. So, please, you know, just keep following Spotted. You know, got some more dope content coming out. Want to create some more. But, yes, Spotted, Spotted, Spotted. She's not lying. Check out Spotted. I thought she was about to to rap just now. You got to get back. Like, when you, put, when you lay that first oh track, when you lay the first track, send it to the need to know. We need I that exclusive. You, I got because you. I got you. Anybody saying Little Kim is their favorite rapper? I got I need to hear that. I got you. I got to hear you. I need to hear that. You a descendant of Kim? I definitely need to hear that. Love her. Once again, it's the Needs to Know podcast. What you need to know, when you need to know. We out of here, baby.